Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. What's up, beautiful people? Thank you for tuning in into another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. How you doing today, my love? I'm well. How are you? I can't complain. Everything is beautiful. First and foremost, Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Happy New Year to everyone. I hope you had a, a wonderful holiday. And um, yeah. Yeah. I hope you have a prosperous New Year. Yeah, man. <laughs> Whatever your New Year's resolutions are, just go ahead and do it. So what's on the docket for today? Decline of communication due to technology. Mm, very interesting. So how did you come across this topic? Well, um, just doing a little bit of research, I noticed that a lot of us in the year 2022 spend a lot of time on our devices, whether it's our phones, our computers, mm. um, due to work or just communication communicating socially um with people in our families peers whatever people all over the world did you know that in 1995 only six million people were using the internet wow and now around 3.7 billion people over the globe use the internet that's a lot so yeah we live in a world where our lives heavily rely on technology from our alarm clocks to our calendar reminders, weather reports, daily news, and social media. The majority of the world is, depends on texts, emails, and digital communication. And many of us go without social human interaction for days, especially post-pandemic. Is this the decline of communication in general or a shift in how we communicate in society? Stay tuned as we share research and our opinion on the impact of technology has a traditional communication and whether or not this shift is an, is an important or detriment to our society as we know it. Yeah, whether or not it's an improvement or a detriment, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Do you believe that social media and technology is hindering our ability to communicate as people? I think so. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think it changed when um, what was it? Black Planet or MySpace? Like oh, MySpace. <laughs> that was a subtle, subtle shift when we started to like um, create these um, these avatars of people who. Yes, I love that we're discussing this because whether or not you're aware of it, we are the generation that actually like experienced social media the birth of it mm -hmm. and grew with it you know mm -hmm. what i mean mm -hmm. so we remember a time when there wasn't social media but we also remember a time when it started do you remember a progressed. time when you actually had to call someone and communicate on the phone without yes, facetime or text <laughs> yeah i also remember not having to pause the television yeah. You know, you had to rush and go use the bathroom and then rush and come back. When the back. commercials were on, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely noticed the shift. 
But I'm curious to know, though, for kids that were born after our generation and those that were born when technology had already progressed or like mm. social media was already here, what does that do to their brains? Like, is it different from those like us who have maybe a longer attention span than they do? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So social media is an inseparable part of our everyday lives. It is always there from the moment we wake up and the moment we fall asleep. Since we are in a generation that experienced the beginning of social media, like I mentioned, Mm -hmm. we have a recollection of how things once used to be without it. Mm. People are more connected than ever, thanks in part to rapid advancements in technology. But do we really believe that social media or technology in general has impacted our ability to communicate interpersonally or socially? I think social media is a very necessary tool in order to um, communicate with people who are not like you can't walk down the street and just holler at them. I can agree with you. You know, but it's also um, scary, too, because we don't know how to communicate with each other like we used to. Definitely. There is some positivity to having technology because it's made the world so much smaller like we're able to connect with people especially for our podcasts that are in different spaces where we may not initially have that ability to reach out to them if we didn't have this sort of technology available however Um, i do feel like um we are kind of behind in terms of social interaction or like social skills. That's the word I'm looking for, social skills, is that a lot of people lack social skills where we don't know how to engage and have um, person-to-person communication face-to-face as effectively as we do on social media. Mm. Like I've seen people write paragraphs and paragraphs on a comment of something, but if you meet them in person, they are not that vocal vocal in real life. I can see that. I can see that. So people are becoming more reclusive, and they prefer to spend their time online instead of spending it with their loved ones. In relation to communication, technology has developed shorter attention spans in humans. According to a study by InformEd, many students today are found to have an attention span of about 10 to 15 minutes long. Some studies say that the human attention span has dropped to eight seconds, which is lower than the attention span of a goldfish. Wow. Of a goldfish. Which makes sense because (laughs) when we watch our son um, use his iPad, he only pays attention about five or six seconds. And then he switches to the next thing. That frightens me, actually. Because when we were young, we would have to, we would sit through a whole show. show. We didn't have 23 minutes, 25 minutes of a whole show. That frightens me about how he's very quick to like switch and not even process, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. he is processing, but it's just like. Or maybe children are processing things a lot more quicker than we are at that age i've read something that said something like that however they're not retaining enough information Mm. so they they Mm. can memorize or like pick things up quickly but they're not retaining anything Mm. so when it comes to like studying for an exam or like you know doing something writing an essay they are not capable of doing that that's interesting so due to constant distractions by the technology around them 
people's ability to focus on a task is weakened and a simple notification on our phone can lead to wandering or irrelevant thoughts. The short attention span found in the newer generation can lead to poor performance at work or school, inability to complete daily tasks, missing de details or information communication, difficulties or anxiety. Mm. Social media and mobile devices may lead to psychological and physical issues mm. such as eye strain and dif difficulty focusing on important tasks. They may also contribute to more serious health, condi health conditions such as depression. There's a lot of there's a lot of depression with um, younger folks in social media, you know, because they might see something or someone doing something they they wish they can do but they can't yeah especially with um like younger women um there i heard the suicide rates for like younger girls teens and younger um are very high right now i can believe that and bullying too bullying on social media is like really crazy yeah working in education that's very much what's the prime uh, instigator <laughs> for mm. fights at school is like the, the interactions that they have with one another in social media. That's um, crazy. When you mention anxiety, another one of the things that I may also add into the whole mental health or mental issues that come along with social media for teenagers is body dysmorphia. Mm. But not only teenagers, I feel like even adults. Like mm. if you constantly are seeing images of like the standard of beauty on a daily day basis mm. you know can probably spike some insecurities in some people i think that's been happening before but social media now just amplifies it because it's constantly it yeah it's constantly yeah. in your face you yeah. can't turn it off interesting go ahead um how social how te technology affects your social skills here's a list of five most crucial in-person social skills that tech technophiles that's a nice word of all ages are losing due to technology first is eye contact being able to sustain eye contact and know when it's uh, appropriate is a vital social tool looking at screens for more than 10 hours a day takes away the ability to know what to look at when holding a one-on-one -on -one conversation so are people staring awkwardly <laughs> longer than they would what they should be i think they're saying they're not looking at people enough ah. so you don't have the uh, you know how like sometimes you look at someone for too long and it becomes creepy yeah. like i think people have that instant interaction with strangers mm. where you just look and you look away but there's no when you're having a conversation no so technology is basically cutting off our social cues social skills yeah yeah social, social cues and skills cues and skills wow um so what's the importance of eye contact in human relationships well the importance of that um is the strongest form of nonverbal communication and over 43 percent of the attention we focus on someone is devoted to the eyes it also plays a critical role in the development of emotional connections. 
Eye contact can be a tool for influencing others. Looking at a colleague when speaking conveys confidence and respect. Mm. Prolonged eye contact during a debate or a disagreement can signal standing one's ground. So, I mean, um, that's kind of like common sense, right? Mm -hmm. Or when you kind of have a conversation with someone that you're meeting for the first time and their eyes are always shifting (laughs) back and forth. It's like you may not want to trust that person, even though you don't wish to do that. I think sometimes people instinctively have challenges with eyes that roam. I think it might be confidence as well. You know, when a a person, a person who um, can't give eye contact for a long period of time might not be, feel that confident within themselves. You know, mm-hmm. eyes are windows to the soul. You know what I mean? And when someone is looking an, another person in the eye, maybe they feel a little bit too vulnerable. I don't know. No, that's a good explanation. So we touched on eye contact, which is one of the qualities that uh, technology affects. Um so through your, your social skills but the next one would be phone skills mm-hmm. the ability to speak on the phone clearly confidently and concisely is becoming a thing of the past the age of text messages twitter and instagram has begun to really impair the younger generation's ability to actually hold solid professional conversations on the phone mm-hmm. um hence your text message at your job yeah, 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 yeah. um an initial professional phone conversations and emails It's important to introduce yourself and be as detailed yet concise as possible. The tendency to text rather than call people has left the younger generation hopelessly awkward and nervous over the phone. Lack of basic phone skills contribute to the inability to articulate or explain anything with depth of thought and feeling and requires back and forth connection. Do you remember being in, well for me, being in middle school, right? And you first get your little um, school crush, mm-hmm. and you would call them, and you would like be Reci- on the phone to like six o'clock in the morning, just talking about absolutely nothing. But how many times did you recite that conversation or the introduction of that? You know, like mm. when you're nervous and you're like, "What am I gonna say on the phone?" Yeah. But holding that right when you're on the phone for hours, and it flows. Aren't, aren't capable of doing that. Nowadays. Yeah, it, it flows. Those were like some of the best, in my opinion, conversations. I ever had like mm-hmm. just just endlessly talking about absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's unfortunate too because we've also now live in a day and age where you don't have time. Like mm-hmm. it's a red flag to have <laughs> a converse, a middle school conversation as yeah. an adult. Like all of us are busy and it's difficult, but you know. Those that are still dating, you should still try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the next one, conversation. Conversation. The art of conversation is one skill many young people lack. Asking questions about others, actively listening, and being able to read other people's physical social cues are all a part of being skilled conversationalists. Um, the constant compulsion to look at a screen does not give those that interact with them the impression that they are invested in the present conversation when engaged in face-to-face communication social information is conveyed by vocal and visual cues in the context of the situation 
nonverbal communication is an important part of communicating and it includes facial expressions eye contact tone of voice as well as posture and space between individuals yeah i can agree with that i notice like a lot of the times if like if you bring up something and have a conversation with someone and they're on their phone nine times out of ten they're not going to be like looking at you it's like they're listening and doing you know can you listen and and do that at the same time though you do and have the tv on at the same time i do (laughs) i perfected the art form so it's like you know it's almost like we because i'm also guilty of doing that where we don't intentionally become intentional of like having conversations Mm -hmm. face to face without having some sort of device you know yeah where it's like we've now it's now become part of our lives or like something like an extra arm basically and it's like i don't know the whole purpose of it is to cut your brain off (laughs) from you know it's just like watching garbage tv Mm -hmm. you don't necessarily want to watch it but But it's there it's there yeah Mm -hmm. spatial awareness and um, dangerous distraction when individuals are ultra focused on their own technological world it can make one less aware of the present physical world around you Mm. as technology and interruption become more and more prevalent the negative consequences of not paying attention become more pronounced cognitive science research shows that the brain has limited bandwidth Dual tasking compels the brain to pull from some shared limited resource, slowing reaction time. Wow, mm. that's scary. Mm. So, like, you're delayed because of technology. <laughs> like, you're not as quick as you, you need to be. I mean, I can see that, you know, when they started saying no texting and driving. Because your, your reaction is so slow when you're distracted by something. Yeah. But people do it all the time, you know? Yeah. Or even being in... A, a family setting you know mm-hmm. having dinner at a table or you know whatever something like that and it takes away from the experience you know yeah it's so sad because it's become a norm where yeah. it's like it's very rare unless it's like no phones at the table you know mm-hmm. that we actually can even even the fact like watching tv and eating dinner is like an american cultural thing yeah but it's like it if you don't see each other every day, it's like, when do you have time to actually like ask about each other's day? Exactly. <laughs> There's exactly. No- nothing that exists like that. And it, it's weird because it just gets blurred, you know, mm-hmm. like 15, 20 years from now, will we be able to like remember just spending time with our families or just being on our phones? Damn. So attention span? Attention span. Oh. Give me one second. I clicked on something else. Um, Attention span. It can be very obvious when someone is bored, either with work, in a meeting, or in a dialogue. Part of having good social skills knows when to focus and pay attention. A recent study by Microsoft Corporation has found the digital lifestyle has made it difficult to stay focused. With the human attention span uh, shorting, shortening from 12 seconds to 8 seconds mm. in more than a decade. Um, heavy multi-screeners find it difficult to filter out irrelevant stimuli and are more easily distracted by manipulating streams of media. 
human attention spans is smaller due to the growing presence of technology gadgets. The desire to be um, constantly connected can compromise attention spans in exchange for being better multitaskers. Damn. That was deep. Not only deep, but it's just so sad. The fact that we went from 12 seconds of attention span, which I thought was bad, yeah. to eight seconds. Yeah. So is it going to just keep declining as we get more technology? I mean, with this um, uh, metaverse thing that Facebook is doing, we're going to be fully immersed into technology while... Um, Living in a different reality. Yeah. Like, I feel like technology, like the Matrix was trying to tell us, is going to be... It's like we already created our avatars before by showing people or putting out our quote-unquote best sales on social media or even our worst sales. But I don't think that's who we really are as individuals. Internally as individuals, you know what I mean? face-to-face. So how bad is it going to be when people go into this um, multiverse, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, there was this movie that I watched. I think it was called Surrogate or something like that. With um, um, what was the guy off of Die Hard? Um, um, Bruce. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis um, where people would sit in these chairs for days and hours connected to this. Um, it wasn't virtual reality. It was like their brains were being transferred to robots. And you can create your avatars beforehand. And instead of them going out living lives as themselves they would go out it go out as these different like um robots or you know different beings that they created you know when i think of the definition of laziness i think about that like Mm -hmm. how society is running now is lazy Mm -hmm. not only do we have like the ability to you know kind of step out of things that we don't like in reality and step into whatever we want to create rather than working on ourselves like it's easy to buy something rather than to fix something internally, right? Or it's easy to just jump on social media. But another thing is like even with texting, how you have acronyms for things and we now just rely on two words for a full sentence. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's like, I feel like it's just, I don't know, like laziness. Like we we now become a lazy society. I keep bringing movies up, but Mm -hmm. even in that movie, uh, WALL-E. I've never watched WALL-E. Well, um, it was basically in this very futuristic place where um, people lost their, like, I don't want to say motor skills, but able skills to move around because they Mm -hmm. were stuck in these chairs in this virtual reality. And the Mm -hmm. chairs would feed them and they would go to the bathroom in these chairs and they were like, yeah, basically stuck in these chairs living out a virtual life. And they got overweight and, and they couldn't move. And it was like it was like super crazy if you watch the wally you know what i'm talking Mm -hmm. about but um if we keep continuing to do this this is going to be our reality you know what i mean this is going to be our reality even um the article that you shared with me earlier was saying that how social media friendships make real friends less important Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's like now uh, the people that we fantasize over on the internet are more important than the people that we see every day. 
Yeah. Um, we used to cherish friendships with real friends before the advent of social media. People would find time to reach out to friends and meet them in person. However, the, the ability to add anyone as a friend, regardless of your affiliation with them, has reduced the importance of depth in friendship. Even if you see someone in real life, you do not feel the urge to have a face-to-face -face conversation with them. Mm. You know, that's so interesting to me because, like, the beginning of social media, I would say, like, the first seven years that, like, I got on Facebook, it was so creepy to me to add strangers. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know you, so, like, why would I add you? But mm -hmm. now it's like, you know, if they're an artist or, like, from the same area, I'm like, okay. But it, I never really... Even now, it's just a little bit, but it's like I've never really caught on to like just, you know, yeah. <laughs> adding strangers. And now it's it's so normal. Or even dating, like you would have to physically go somewhere before social media, like a, a club, a bar or, you know, somewhere right. just to meet somebody to introduce yourself and talk right. and, you know, try to get that number. But mm -hmm. before after that, it's just a message in a box. Now we're having metaverse coming. Who knows? People might start having dates because of the pandemic on metaverse. Or even Black Mirror. You remember yeah. that episode of Black Mirror yeah. where they plugged into the gang? Yeah. And they were actually having relations. It was two males having relationships with each other. But one male. Uh, was with, in a relationship with somebody else. Yeah, but he was like a female character in the mm -hmm. game. And he fell in love with him, but was not a female on the outside. Right. Yes, I remember that. But um, that's what I'm saying, where I think that's what Metaverse is, mm. where they're creating this virtual reality that's very similar to the episode of Black Mirror mm. that allows you to be who you want to be in that space and like just live in that verse. The Have you heard about the um, <laughs> social credit score that they're implementing in um, Asia? I think they've already implemented that. Yeah, like they're trying to implement it over here in the U.S. too. So it, however you are socially, um, it affects your, you know, credit score. Like if you like a regular credit score. So um if you're hanging around with somebody who has a uh, a very bad social score, yours goes down. Yours goes down too. And that was on the Black Mirror. Like <laughs> whoever created the Black Mirror is like Notre Dame or something. Like they're predicting what is happening. We even got little robots, the same dog robots that they had in Black Mirror. They're 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 creating now. But also imagine giving people who are not very well-versed or who are very close-minded the platform to just talk and have people that are also on board with their ignorance yeah. or their yeah, that's stupidity happening. That's it's happening right now you know even the, the fact that we have fake news where it's like what's real like whatever people put mm. out there someone is going to support that or what's someone real? is not going to question it is real even a thing anymore i don't think it is hmm uh, hmm uh. We have filters. We have anything that you want to make yourself amplified or feel a little bit better with a click of a button. There's something for it. It's all about convenience. Huh? Right. But on the outside, like I'm saying, in the, in the real world where mm -hmm. you're supposed to work on your social skills and mm -hmm. have people that you're interacting with, that's, that's now no longer the importance. Everybody's waiting to go home to get on social media. Mm. <laughs> 
know, <laughs> which is scary. But or even the influence of constantly seeing fight videos and all of a sudden a, a person thinks that they are supposed to react that same way. You know, mm-hmm. watching TV, that Bad Girls Club, Love and Hip Hop, where all they do is fight. Or it becomes numb to us. Like, it no longer mm-hmm. becomes questionable. Like, is this right? You know, mm-hmm. it becomes funny. Mm-hmm. So when people, you know, I guess watch bad girls or, like, mm-hmm. black people mm-hmm. <laughs> in altercations with one another, that's their culture and that's how they act. No, that shouldn't be the case, but that's what's promoted. It's in doctrine. It's a, it's a doctrine. Jeez Louise, man. Jeez Louise, we're we're going down a, a crazy path. So now let's think about um, answering the question, though. Do you think that there's a decline of communication due to technology? Or do you think how we communicate is now no. transforming into something else? I think simply because we have a platform like this where we can talk about it and communicate and people can <laughs> listen and form opinions of their own. I don't think as a whole maybe but there's still certain pockets out there who still know how to communicate hopefully we're not the dying breed yeah no but i i feel like technology isn't the decline of communication Mm. i think that there's two different types of communication Mm. we have a communication in (laughs) reality a communication on social media Mm. i think that there are benefits of communication through social media and technology because if we did not have those streams of or abilities Mm. we wouldn't have this podcast we wouldn't find artists to interview Mm. but on the flip side it's like i hear what they're saying about the lack of communication between people not having eye contact not knowing how to have phone skills texting having eight second short term you know lifespan so i get it i get it so Thank you for listening. I hope you like, subscribe, and... Here is your quote of the day. Never get so busy making a living that you forget to live your life. Dallin Parton. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, share. Please share. And um, thank you for listening, guys. Have a good one. Peace.